Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. I'm so happy that you're still here. Or if this is your first episode, I am super excited that you're here because, listen, we don't talk about these three things enough. Vaginal health, sexual wellness, and pelvic health. Specifically, the pelvic floor. These are these muscles that sit at the base of the pelvis that really help us to not pee our pants. They help us to orgasm and they help us to get our babies out. If we're having a baby vaginally, they help with so many things that I haven't even got into yet. And this is why we need to talk about it more because you can imagine if these muscles are not functioning properly, how they can be impacting our social life, our sex life, and our overall mental health. So I'm excited that you're here. If you've been here before and you've just been sort of listening here and there, make sure you subscribe. When you subscribe, you don't have to come back to the podcast. You'll just be notified whenever there's a new episode. So you'll never miss an episode. So make sure that you subscribe or follow the show and leave me a five-star rating review to further support my work. Let's get into the episode today. We're talking about why you pee when you sneeze or cough and all things stress incontinence. You should never be losing urine unless you're sitting on the toilet. That's the only time that we should be losing urine. Now, let's say it's just a drop. Let's say it's just a dribble. That's also not normal, right? So let's say you're laughing really hard and you sneeze or you cough or you jump and, and pee comes out. This is referred to as stress incontinence. There's also another form of incontinence called urge incontinence. And this is where you pee a little bit or a lot. When you have an urge to pee, right? Your bladder is full. Maybe you didn't get to the bathroom in time. Maybe you're on the way to the bathroom and pee comes out. And that's urge incontinence. But for today's episode, we're going to be talking about stress incontinence, which essentially means whenever there's stress placed on your bladder, then pee comes out involuntarily. Let's just say this. I want to get this out there. This can happen to anyone, even if you have not had a baby. That is a misunderstanding that a lot of people have. Like, oh, you had a baby. Oh, that's why you pee your pants. Or I have four kids. I have four babies. This is why I pee my pants. You don't have to have any babies at all to pee your pants. And there are some people that have several babies and they do not pee their pants. Obviously, having a baby can impact the pelvic floor, right? Because the vagina opens and stretches up to 300% when we get pregnant. So we can definitely develop weakness after having a baby. And it's really common to have stress incontinence after a baby. However, there are people that do not have a baby, have never been pregnant and are still struggling with this. Okay, so let's talk about it. Whenever we let's say when we sneeze, if I sneeze right now, if I cough. (coughs) Yep. So I did not pee. Now, let me let me explain what happened to prevent me from peeing. Number one. My pelvic floor has to be able to contract. Whenever there is pressure going down on my bladder, there is an opening down below. This is the urethra where pee comes out. It's the the pee hole, essentially. And in order for pee not to come out when there's pressure, because I cough, there's a lot of pressure going down on my bladder because my abdominal wall goes in. 
right? That pressure from sneezing or coughing, that's going to be, it's almost like squeezing a balloon. And if there's, the balloon is not tied, if the, if the balloon is not tied, then water is going to come out of that balloon if there's water in the balloon. So there's fluid in my bladder. There's an opening down below. It's called the urethra, the pee hole. And the muscles that surround that opening are called the pelvic floor muscles. Now, when I cough, when that pressure goes down, if those muscles don't contract and don't contract with enough speed, I could leak. So if there's a delay in that contraction, meaning they contract, but they don't contract on time, then it's too late. P will come out. The other thing that we have to think about is the mobility in the pelvic floor. And what this means is that in order for those muscles to contract again, they need to have the range of motion. Let's talk about your calf muscles or your neck or your hips. You may realize that your hips are stiff, right? You can't bend them or you can't do the splits or you or you can't stretch in the same way you, that you used to. Your range of motion is impacted. And so the muscles in our pelvic floor should be able to not just contract strongly, but also relax and open well too. And if they're missing mobility on either the contraction, which is the tightening of those muscles, or the relaxation, which is the opening of those muscles, then that can be limiting the amount of force and the amount of closure required to prevent pee from coming out. So we talked about the timing. That's one thing. Second thing would be the mobility. I have found that a lot of my clients and patients in the past that struggle with tightness, that struggle with constipation, that struggle with sexual pain, they may also have either frequent urination or they'll have incontinence where they may sneeze or cough and pee comes out because their muscles are too tight and too stiff. And so the mobility is also creating a lag, right? If our muscles are really stiff, they're going to be moving slower. And so that could be also impacting our ability to control our bladder when we sneeze, cough, laugh, run, jump, vomit, whatever it may be. The last thing would be strength. If your muscles don't have enough strength, if they're just not strong enough, that could also be contributing to incontinence. Now, let me just say this, believe it or not, what I found is that that's probably the last thing that's contributing, weakness. And here's the reason why. Most of us have some level of weakness in the pelvic floor, but most of us are also having these other problems, right? Maybe it's delayed muscle contraction, right? The speed, maybe it's the tension. And then some of us, yes, lack of strength. But what I've seen is that I've seen people that have really weak pelvic floor muscles, but they still don't leak. And that's because they have all these other components that are normal. So while we may have been thinking that our pelvic floor muscles need to be super duper strong in order not to pee our pants, while strength is a component, I'm not saying that it's not, we do need our muscles to be able to contract and relax. However, that's not the only thing. And in my experience, that's actually last on on the priorities of what's actually keeping someone dry and keeping someone from peeing when they sneeze, laugh, cough, have sex, whatever it may be. So here's what I want you to start doing and thinking about. How can you improve the overall mobility in your hips and in your pelvis? Because when you move your hips and when you move your pelvis, your pelvic floor is also going to be moving. I want you to be thinking about how can you spend time just breathing? Breathing downward into your pelvis, not just down, but also the size of the ribcage. 
Your rib cage should be expanding out to the side when you breathe in. Your belly should be expanding. Your pelvic floor should be relaxing. How can you spend just two to three minutes or five minutes a day breathing? That's going to help to improve the mobility in your pelvic floor. Because we just talked about how the mobility in your pelvic floor is contributing to whether you can not pee your pants. Listen, it's not sexy. You're not feeling sexy when you pee your pants. That's the last thing that you're feeling. But it's not all about feeling sexy. It's about your overall confidence. Some of you are avoiding activities. You're avoiding different things because you're scared you're going to pee your pants. Or maybe it's time with your kids and you're not getting on the trampoline with your kitty winks because you don't want to pee. So these things are super important for our mental health and our social life, all the things. Not only that, but when we pee, there could be uric acid and urine really just impacting the vulvar skin, right? And so if we can limit the amount of time or limit the the frequency of incontinence, right? Those episodes of pee coming out, we're also going to be taking care of our vulvar skin. And that skin is sensitive. So that's another thing to consider. Now, lastly is going to be, and notice how I said lastly. Ah, lastly, everyone typically says this first, but can you work with a pelvic floor physical therapist? Can you work with someone who has a background in treating pelvic floor dysfunction? So that is what y'all know. This is, this is what I do. I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist. So if you're interested in working with a pelvic floor physical therapist, what we're going to do is we're going to do an exam. We're going to do an assessment. We're going to look at what's contributing to this problem. Is there weakness? Is there tightness? Is there pain in the pelvic floor that you don't even know about? Is there a lack of coordination? Are the muscles able to endure? Meaning, are they able to contract and hold a contraction for a while? There are so many things that we're going to look at. We're going to look at your posture, your hip strength, your mobility. All of that is important. Your breathing mechanics. So when we look at the information, we'll then create a plan to address those deficits that we find so that we can start nurturing what your pelvic floor needs to support your bladder control. Number one is going to be how can you support more pelvic mobility and hip mobility? Moving your hips more, whether that's walking more, maybe that's going to the gym, maybe that's stretching at home. Number two, breathing is going to be helpful. Number three, if you're able to work with a pelvic floor physical therapist one-on-one, great. That's like the gold standard. And if you want to work with me or my colleague, Dr. Tina Mappa, I'll have an episode with her soon, but she works with me. She's a doctor of physical therapy, women's health specialist, all the things. So then click the link that I'll have in the show notes if you want to work with one of us. But then beyond that, you can also learn from a pelvic floor physical therapist because many times we just don't have the cash, we don't have the funds, or we don't have the time. We don't have the energy. We don't have the capacity to be driving to therapy or just meeting with the pelvic floor therapist on a weekly basis. Then you can also learn from me with my boss of my bladder stretch lab that I have Also, with the link in my show notes, that's a one hour uh, lab. So essentially with my vag stretch labs and my strength labs, if you've never been, it's an hour of me going through guided exercises for pelvic floor function. Some of my stretch labs, I go over exercises for sexual pain. Some of my stretch labs, I go over exercises for incontinence. Sometimes I do a stretch lab for just breathing. So the, the topics differ, but you can definitely check that out. And my stretch labs are usually $20 or below. I had one for giving birth to prepare you for giving birth. And that one cost a little bit more because it was 90 minutes. And I'm giving way more value to help you with what may be the most important day of your life for your pelvic floor. So the cost is like, I want to say $40 for that one. But yes, so here's the thing, y'all. Incontinence can happen to anyone. It's really common. No need to feel shame about it. It's like if you have a tight neck or if you have pain in your neck, you're not going to feel ashamed of that. 
You're going to be like, oh, shoot, I need a massage, right? You're going to be like, oh, man, I need to move my neck around. I need to see my doctor. It's the same thing for the pelvic floor. There's just more stigma. It's taboo, right? We're not talking about it. But there's nothing to be ashamed about. One in three people have pelvic floor dysfunction. And that's only the people we know about. There's no shame, okay? I'm at risk for prolapse. I'm at risk for incontinence. If you have a vagina, if you have a pelvic floor, that's all humans, you're at risk for pelvic floor dysfunction, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is why you may be peeing when you sneeze or when you cough. It's because the muscles that surround the bladder are not able to withstand that pressure going down. And so if we support those muscles by helping to improve their mobility, by improving their timing, and also supporting the strength, then this can start to help us getting more control over our bladder because we're not trying to pee our pants, okay? Listen, some of y'all are changing changing your panties three times a day because you don't want to wear a pad, right? That's the ego, that's the ego. Or some of y'all are just spending a lot of money, you know, behind these incontinence pads. So look into either learning from a pelvic floor physical therapist, do my exercise lab for the bladder, it's called Boss of My Bladder, or reach out, with the link in the show notes if you want to work with myself or Dr. Mappa. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, y'all. Listen, be encouraged. Be encouraged. You don't have to pee your pants for long. And there are there are options, even if it's severe and if it's, you've been struggling with it for a very long time. Can't wait to talk with you guys again next Monday on the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast. Bye. Bye.